Thank you for tuning in to The Limitless Experience with Eric. The follow-up to last week's thrilling episode opens up with a surprise, and that's Tariq doing what backstabbers do. This entire $2 million and a 24-hour deadline was his idea that he orchestrated with Vincent to repay him for the loss that he caused and then to split half of the remaining with him. At that very moment, I was hoping Ghost and Tommy came out short of the $2 million just so Vincent could send Tariq to his big homie Kanan. The nerve of this spoiled brat. <laughs> he gotta go. Ghost and Tommy temporarily suspend their beef to save Tariq's life. Tommy reveals to Ghost that he knew Tariq was selling. And yes, Tommy and Ghost weren't saying eye to eye, but he was kicking it with Tasha. He could have told Tasha that Tariq was doing this. But because Tommy didn't share this information with Ghost, Ghost will never look at him as his equal. He'll always be lesser than him because of his poor decision making. Another recurring theme about power is the huge lack of communication between the characters. A lot of times they need to share information with each other and they don't. Ghost and Tommy talk it out and they come up with a plan. Tommy will get the work from Jason and Ghost will go to Councilman Tate and ask for a loan. Councilman Tate emphatically refused to give Ghost $1 million even for 24 hours, but then Ghost reminded him that he has power over him. By way of a recording with Alphonse speaking on Councilman Tate's corrupt ways, Needless to say, corrupt Councilman Tate agreed to give him the one mil. Ghost is going all out for his son. He's even bringing in Snitch Dre to help out. And if Dre agrees to help, then Ghost promised Dre that he'll have Councilman Tate put in the call to have his daughter return to him. Tommy told his crew that they would have to do this job for free and they was not hearing it, except for BG. BG said he don't got a problem with it, and that did not make 2-Bit and Spanky happy at all. Gotta watch that relationship. Ghost packs his car with some of the work and then takes off. On the way back to Club Truth, he gets pulled over by Sergeant Rodriguez and Detective McCall. I know his son has been held for ransom, but Ghost is way too hot right now to be moving around with that much work in the car. Luckily, Detective McCall and Sergeant Rodriguez wanted to talk to Tariq and didn't ask Ghost to search his car. They wanted to speak to Tariq about whether or not he knows who killed Proctor. Ghost lets them know that he'll be in touch. Tasha has to find out that Tariq is being held for ransom from Vincent himself. She's not happy. Ghost meets up with Tommy at his crib and Keisha is not holding back her dislike for him. And she's a little reluctant to just help Ghost out. But then Tommy had to remind her. Because the cash we bring in, if it gets traced back to Ghost, he's going away. And if he goes away, then I go away. You don't want that, do you? Tasha comes through and she is not happy. Ghost should have 100% informed Tasha of what was happening with their son. Keisha knew before Tasha and that's not cool. Keisha even had the nerve to say that she'll clean all the money through her shop without Tasha's help as if she's an OG in the game and knows what she's doing. She doesn't. So Tasha had to teach Keisha how to forge the books in the event of an audit to hide the money laundering. While teaching Keisha how to forge the books, Sid comes to collect his bread and he has an eye for Keisha. Tasha did the right thing. She told him about Tommy. So Zig tried to pursue her and Tommy clap him. That's on him. Now to get this $2 million in 24 hours, they're going to need a lot of help. So Tasha calls on the help of Epiphany, a dancer at a club. And that dancer gets her friends to sell too. So now they're moving even more weight and even getting more money very fast. More coming up after the break. If you would like to help support this podcast and its release of routine episodes, please click the link in the bio to make a donation. Thank you. You can also email the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com.
Post had to meet up with Tate and Ramona Garrity to discuss campaign strategy, and Ghost has proven that politics is also his lane. Tate barely got a word in, and Ramona Garrity is just loving all of Ghost's ideas, which are valid, by the way, but this is Tate's campaign. Tate is thankful, but at the same time, he is not thrilled that Ghost can just come through and save the day. Ghost also asks Tate right in front of Ramona Garrity if he can call in a favor and put in a phone call for a child who was placed in the system to be released back to her father. Ramona agreed before Tate could get a word out. Speaking of confidential informant Dre, Ghost paired him with Tate's homie Alphonse to keep an eye on him. Dre getting right back to his tough guy ways and he poked up the competition right in broad day to get him off the block so he could get this work off. They get the $2 million together and on the way there, Tommy and Ghost are trying to talk about things, but they really don't come to an agreed truce between the two of them. Then out of nowhere, they're ambushed by Jason and his goons. And Jason takes half of the two mil that they were supposed to give to Vincent. Now, even though they had a setback, they did uncover some valuable information. And that's that Jason is pretty much extorting the both of them. Now, something is better than nothing. So they show up to the spot, hoping that they can get to Reek back with the $1 million. But that wasn't the agreement. The agreement was $2 million, and I'm glad that Jason took half, because coming up short means that Vincent has to show Ghost that he's not playing around. He filled up a sack with oranges and started going to work on Tariq's ribs. Every hit actually made me happy, because Tariq did this to himself, and he's the reason why he's sitting there taking those hits to his ribs now. After the beating, Vincent extends the deadline one more day, but the crew has to find another connect since they can't go to Jason. Tasha will get the work from Zig, but she will not allow Ghost and Tommy to meet him just yet. Ghost also reached out to Proctor's cousin Benny to help sell some weight. Zig drops off the product to Tasha at her daycare around all them kids. A daycare is not the place to have any of this activity going on at all, no matter what. Shortly after Zig left, Sergeant Rodriguez and Detective McCall show up to speak to Tasha. Because of the lack of communication between everybody, Tasha was genuinely surprised when she was informed that Proctor was killed. And for that reason, Rodriguez and McCall want to speak to Tariq ASAP. To keep the police out of his hair, Vincent agrees to temporarily release Tariq so they can go in the cafe and speak to the police officers about Proctor's killing. And in the event that Tariq and Tasha tried to leave, Vincent had somebody waiting at Tasha's mother's house. All of this all because of Tariq wants to be a greedy spoiled brat. Tariq has got to go. Money really is the root of all evil. So during the sit down with the police, Tariq tells them that he took the back door to avoid the racist white guy that lives on the 12th floor, whom on many occasions has told him that black people don't belong in the building. That is way too detailed of a story, and nosy Sergeant Rodriguez will definitely find out if that white man actually exists. Tariq is just putting on a performance, like that time he faked the asthma attack when he was with Kanan. Sergeant Rodriguez is just being quiet and observant. She's soaking it all in. She might be the one to bring them down. After the questioning is over, Tasha allows Tariq to get back into the car with Vincent until they come up with the money. They're running out of time and they don't have anywhere near the amount of money that they need to give to Vincent for the release of Tariq. So Tommy, Tasha, Ghost, and Keisha brainstorm. And Tasha comes out with the great idea to ambush Councilman Tate's fundraiser at Club Truth and rob all of the rich people that attend. Tommy and BG grab up Vincent's right-hand man to use him as insurance for the exchange. Now to the fundraiser. Ghost returned the money to Tate just like he said he would, and he also gives Richard the recording of Alphonse exposing his ways, so they're even now. Dre sees Spanky in 2-bit and he dips off. 
Last time they saw each other, they were exchanging gunfire before Dre went into protection. Plus, he killed 2-Bit's homie and lied about it. BG, 2-Bit, Alphonse, and Spanky mask up and get right to work taking jewelry and cash from everybody at the fundraiser. Tate immediately recognized Alphonse's voice, and because he was the next cop, he was already thinking about how to handle the situation. BG, 2-Bit, and Spanky did exactly what they had to do. They stuck to the plan, got the money, got the jewelry, and got out of there. But Alphonse went rogue, and he started to act crazy. Once he recognized Ramona Garrity, he started talking stuff to her. And being that ghost set the whole thing up, he wanted to try to pretend like he was saving the day, but he really allowed Tate to do it. He had already given Tate his gun, and Tate sprung into action, and he shot and killed Alphonse. And as Ramona said, that looks great for the Tate campaign. Now to the exchange. Ghost and Tommy give Vincent the $2 million that they agreed to. They also give him back his right-hand man. They make the exchange. And everybody should go home peacefully. But Vincent has other plans. Because Tariq compromised his business with those baby aspirins, Vincent wants to put a hole in his head. But not so fast. Ghost saw this coming, so he had the homie Benny roll up with his homies and back Vincent down. And Vincent does know who Benny is, so he backed down. Now Vincent shouldn't be a problem for the St. Patrick's or Tommy anymore. But Ghost did not know that Tommy actually killed Proctor. And now that he does... Tommy's under the impression that Ghost is going to come after him again. And Keisha had the nerve to say that she'll kill Ghost if she has to. Keisha need to understand what happened to the last girlfriend of Tommy's that tried to kill Ghost. But because of lack of communication, she'll probably never know. And that brings me into my new segment. And I'm calling this the Ain't No Way Moments. I'll be listing things that should not happen in real life and can only happen in the world of power. For example, the Alicia Jimenez kidnap and escape plan. There's no way in the world that's happening in real life. You ain't making it into a federal courthouse and breaking out with a prisoner. Now in this episode, one of the ain't no way moments was the robbery at the fundraiser. Ain't no way 2-Bit, Spanky, Grim, Alphonse, none of them dudes is getting anywhere near Club Truth at that moment. I'm from Newark, New Jersey and the 2019 MTV Awards was filmed downtown Newark. That place was a ghost town. Wasn't nobody coming through there. There would have been so much security for them rich people that Casper the friendly ghost wouldn't have been able to come through there. But only in the world of power does that happen. Another ain't no way moment. Ghost my man. See my favorite character in the show. But all this blackmailing councilman Tate ain't happening. Ain't no way a local club owner is blackmailing a councilman that's soon to be governor. You wouldn't have even made it to sleep that night he asked for that million dollars. And ain't no way a kid that got kidnapped will be released to his mother and then his mother gonna give him back to the kidnappers. It ain't happening. It's no mother that's gonna give her son away to no kidnappers. Only in the world of power does that happen. And that's it for the new segment. Now I'm gonna move into predictions. Two bit and spanky is not feeling BG. Something bad gonna happen to him. Two bit and Grim got into too many disagreements. And I feel like at some point, it's going to come to a head, and 2-Bit is going to do him in. Ghost will run into Q at some point. They didn't have that exchange for nothing. Power does not waste dialogue. They also do not waste scenes. At some point, Q and Ghost will run into each other, and we already know who's going to win that battle. 2-Bit and Dre will run into each other, but I don't think either one of them is going to kill the other. I think they're just going to get into a fight. And since we're on the topic of catching up, Tariq gonna have to catch up with Effie because that has to be handled. She told on him. She's somebody. Who was she texting? 
Tariq gonna have to catch up with her. I predict that Lakeisha will tell Tommy who Zig is since she's seen him. And because Tommy looks at Tasha like a sister, I believe Tommy will take Zig out. Now because Cousin Benny is here and it looks like he's here to stay, that means somebody else gotta go to make room for his storyline. I don't know how you could remain to connect after you stole a million dollars from your distro. Next episode, I'm predicting that it's a wrap for Jason. He's gone. And that will close our predictions for this episode. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.